Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Connecting the Dots. I'm Everly Isby on Renegade Talk Radio. Today's show is jam-packed with important information that it is time I shared with you. It's past time to blow some of this out, so hang on, keep your heart and ears and mind open, because some of this may be new to you, but that's what Connecting the Dots is all about. I want to start off, though, with a brief recap regarding some of the major geopolitical shifts happening now, starting off with that very strange coup attempt in Turkey last month, and then just before the coup... President Erdogan of Turkey had done a major 180 as a U.S.-NATO ally and important strategic partner, and he began reversing his policies. Then, on August 9th, Erdogan flew to St. Petersburg, Russia, to meet with Putin to reestablish some joint projects important to Turkey and Russia. All of this was a total slam in the face to his NATO-U.S. alliance, which also includes statements by Erdogan that he may kick out the U.S.-NATO military forces in his country. Iran and Iraq have just made similar moves as well. Major changes are happening in the Middle East, and the U.S. and NATO are quickly losing their hegemonic influence in the region because the evidence has now become clear that U.S. and NATO is undermining the region and has been all along. The shit is hitting the fan. Okay? So, I want to backtrack for a moment here and ask, though, if you're familiar with the BRICS alliance. Because I talk to people, and when I mention it, a lot of people go, BRIC what? So, I apologize to you if you are aware, but I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Because the BRICS alliance has some major implications, in my view. I've heard uh, some people downplay it, saying that it's not big enough to replace the current economic structure of the Western world, nor will it have major geopolitical impact. But as I've been chewing on this BRICS alliance and reading more about it, I tend to disagree. The BRICS alliance is an acronym for the founding members, which consist of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. There are many other countries that have since aligned and other countries that are in various stages of potential membership. I don't have the numbers on that at this moment, but I want you to think about the global impact of these aligning countries. They are some of the most heavily populated countries on the planet with extraordinary resources as well. The Chinese government's Xinhua News Service reported that developing and emerging countries combined, in other words, the BRICS alliance, control 85% of the world's population, 60% of its GDP, and account for 80% of economic growth. Those numbers do vary depending on who's reporting on them, but that's the ballpark. Also, you might want to consider that before the Brexit vote, you know, Britain's exit from the EU, Britain had already invested to become a member of the BRICS as well. And that has some major implications I will talk about as we go along. But the other EU countries will most certainly follow, as the EU is a corrupt house of cards on the verge of collapse. All it'll take is just a good gust of wind. Okay, so now I've set the stage. So, what's 
just around the corner, coming up real soon. It's the 11th G20 Summit on September 4th and 5th, with China hosting and Xi Jinping uh, acting as president for the summit. And who, pray tell, in press releases all over the place, is China touting as their chief guest? Vladimir Putin. Other press releases are saying that Xi Jinping and Putin will also be meeting privately during this summit. Now, another dot I'm connecting is that there's been talk for uh, many years of stabilizing economic and financial aspects globally by bringing back asset-backed currencies instead of the fiat debt-based currency model that has been the most influential powerhouse in the world's economy and commerce, and the foundation is centered on the U.S. petrodollar as the world's reserve currency. Well, the BRICS alliance has, step by step, been moving away from utilizing the petrodollar in commerce and, you know, trade deals with each other, and are independently making treaties to exchange their own sovereign currencies and a variety of other, you know, different agreements to do trade and commerce with each other. They are backing out of this system. So... History has shown that the fiat debt-based currency system that we live under has a finite shelf life of about 100 years until it becomes unsustainable. And the Federal Reserve System has definitely reached unsustainability levels and crossed that 100-year shelf life window back in 2013. The Fed is basically tap dancing and juggling at the same time, going da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da just to keep afloat. And so has the central banking system of Europe because they have the same owners. So this feeling just came over me as I read about this G20 summit. Just, just a feeling, mind you, that it just might involve some kind of major announcement. And this is speculation on my part. But the summit being held and led by China with Putin as their most important guest that it's possible the BRICS alliance, or, or at least initially China and Russia, I'm speculating here, just might announce that their respective currencies are now going to be backed by gold and other assets. If this is the move that occurs, and I did say if, I think we will see the other aligned BRICS nations following suit as rapidly as they can. There's been a long talk of a global currency reset and machinations preparing for this shift away from the debt-based fiat economic system. And if this is the move that could potentially come out of the upcoming G20, an implosion in the Western world would most probably be the result, starting with Deutsche Bank of Germany, who just recently closed something like 300 branches in Germany alone, and then the dominoes would start falling one after the other with all the other upside-down banks in Italy, France, Spain, across Europe, and also in the U.S. The toxic waste of their derivative casino shell games just tumbling down. That would definitely be that gust of wind to get those dominoes to fall. Just a thought. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just sharing a feeling that came over me. But I will say that something is definitely brewing here, considering all the geopolitical shifts, big time. 
push may be coming to shove. So tune in to the upcoming G20 Summit in China on September 4th and 5th. It could be very interesting. Let's see what happens. So I'm going to take a break here. When I come back, I'm going to talk about some basic facts, not conspiracy theory or speculation, but facts regarding United States history and how our system of corporatocracy was set up over time. This is Everly Isby connecting the dots on Renegade Talk Radio. Be right back. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation. It's Everly on Connecting the Dots, and this is Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks for joining me. So, as I said, I want to lay out some factual information and, uh, God, it's hard to know exactly how or where to start because there's so much that needs to be disclosed so that all of us in America and also to those of you listening anywhere else in the world, we're all together, Renegade Nation. This is information you need to understand because the whole world has been swallowed up by the corporate conglomerate system, which I call the corporatocracy. I didn't, I didn't coin that phrase. Someone else did, but uh, it resonates with me. So this system affects us all. It's like a tapeworm that's infected a host and is devouring its very life force. Does that ring true? This system has been controlling everything. It has been very stealthy for a long time, but now it is staring us in the face in a very blatant way. For most people that choose to be conscious through this very uncomfortable and insecure time, it has become obvious. I'm going to speak of the United States of America here because that's what I know best. Uh, the United States has garnered, and rightly so, the reputation for being the most dangerous country on the planet, the number one terrorist nation. Is that okay with you, people of America? It's the corporate government, and I use the term government extremely loosely here because it is not legitimate. But this Corporate government has usurped the states of America and is grabbing up all the resources and assets of the people and the land across the continent, just like any other corporation is prone to do if it's allowed. But if you live in Europe, UK, Canada, Australia, Japan, and other countries similarly set up, you can rest assured that with perhaps some minor differences, you live under this same system. The United States um, is private, mostly foreign-owned corporation for profit, as I've said before, and I'll say it over and over. That is a fact. It has numerous corporate entities, which, uh, entities, excuse me, then they all sound deceptively similar to the United States of America, which is what has caused a lot of the ignorance and confusion all along the way. Now, when I say the true name for the United States of America... United is written with a small u. It is an adjective describing the noun States of America. The States of America that was brought together as a union. That's our true name, States of America. As I've also said before, this de facto government is no longer functioning or bound by the original treaties as an unincorporated government that truly represents the people of this country. The current United States of America, 
Incorporated is not lawful and it has been usurped over time under conditions of fraud, semantic deceit, non-transparency, and non-disclosure. They didn't tell us what they were doing. How very convenient for them. This started in Ernst in uh, 1933 under President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, but I will also say that the deception started much earlier than that. But it is a good place to start. uh, Wait, no, no, with the exception of the establishment of the Federal Reserve System and consequently the Federal Reserve Act of 1913, that was the big nail in the coffin for the states of America. That situation, many people are beginning to understand through the efforts of people like Ron Paul that help people see that it is not a part of the government, but once again is a private, mostly foreign-owned corporation consisting of a consortium of greedy, ruthless banksters that have always had the agenda to take this country down for the benefit of the banking and moneyed interests, primarily in Europe which has been ongoing way before the Declaration of Independence and the Revolutionary War. Before I go any further, though, I want to speak about the history we've been taught. You know, all you listening here in the States, (laughs) you know, we were given a public education system under the Fed's control, the mostly foreign-owned corporation for profit, Fed. (laughs) Think about it. That's an important fact to keep in mind. They promised us a free education system, although, of course, it isn't free. We pay for it out of our own pockets through taxes, right? But I guess people buy into free education because the money paying for it is out of sight and out of mind. It's left your pockets and you don't know where it goes. But when they said education, they never specified a true factual education, especially when it comes to history. And if you're anything like me, when I went to history classes throughout my years, I was, yeah, I was kind of interested on some levels, but the way it was taught bored me to death. The boring part was done by design. It's called indoctrination. Here's a war. Here are the dates and some important names and a few significant details that we're going to share with you. Memorize that so you can pass the test. Right. Thank you so much. Can I go now? But history, when you realize that history explains the story of life and how we got where we are now, which is a very scary place, it becomes this fascinating exploration. When you, when you go down the right rabbit holes, that is, because true history, they don't want you to know. Those that have gone in search of the truth are the ones with the power tools and the insight. Knowledge is power. Your life, your perception, and the way you walk through your life begins to change radically when you get a good dose of true history. And that's why true history is kept from us. They can't divulge it because it unveils the very evil agenda of mind control to keep those at the top in power. And a lot of you might Be saying, whoa, Everly, she's a conspiracy nut, all right. (laughs) And if that's what you're thinking, then I have to call that a brainwashed knee-jerk response because the facts on this and other topics I talk about 
are from diligent research by many people over many years' duration, which proves beyond any rational doubt of what I'm saying here. This research didn't start with me, not at all. I'm standing on the shoulders of many people who have informed me and given me direction and understanding. Now it all makes sense to me. It's mind-blowing stuff. That's why I called this show Connecting the Dots, because that's what the search for truth is. And what a ride it is. As you continue listening, I'm going to give you some general picture. Because um, a show like this, you know, I, I, I can't go into detail. The format isn't designed for that. But I will turn you on to people's work, their personal and professional works, to disclose information that just might provide perceptional and dimensional shifts in your understanding, your thinking that explodes apart the boxes that they have attempted to place us all in through indoctrination that can be found literally everywhere. Many of you listening now very well know what I'm saying. And a lot of people are checking out in many different ways because they feel they have to. To stay in the box they've created for us is too damn confining. Our consciousness has to rebel because it's our lifeblood and our natures. If that doesn't ring a bell, then maybe you're not ready for this isby gal, and that's okay. It's a free will universe, and even though they're trying hard to take our natural inherent rights, our unalienable rights away, de-educating us, de-evolving on every level they possibly can to enslave us further, if that's okay with you, that's your right. I'm continuing on after this break. This is Everly Isby on Renegade Talk Radio. I'll be right back. Are your freedoms being destroyed by free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. This is Connecting the Dots. I'm Everly Isby. And you're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. Boy, I have to tell you, though, I'm feeling... If I sound a little deadpan, it's because I only got like four hours of sleep last night. So I guess I am a little deadpan. So, but I'm... Anyway, but uh, but I also want to... Before I start in here, I have a favor to ask you. Uh, if you're someplace where you can grab a pen and paper or you're on your computer, uh, I want you to make a note of it. Um, later, I'm going to ask you to write something down. So just prepare for that if you can, okay? And I asked a question at the end of the last show. And the question is, if you're born in one of the 50 states of America, are you a U.S. citizen or a citizen of the United States? Most of you probably think you are. The answer is, if you are not an employee of the federal government in the military, seeking welfare as a dependent, or you were not born in Washington, D.C., or in any of the federal territories like Guam, Puerto Rico, and so forth, you are not a U.S. citizen or a citizen of the United States. Let me repeat, you are not a federal citizen. You are an American state national by birth, or, and here's a quote, a, quote, national holding permanent permanent alliance to a state, unquote. And that's from uh, 8 uh, USC, which is the U United States Code, 1101, paragraph A, paragraph 21. 
So even the government agrees. So by birth, you are an Ohioan, an Oregonian, a Texan, a Floridian, and so on. The way this country was designed was as a union of nation states that were independent of each other, individual countries. The federal government was created to be subservient to the individual nation states and was assigned specific enumerated powers to assist the states to work together for common prosperity and common interests, like trade between the states and trade internationally across the seas with other countries, to create a common currency through all the states for ease of trade and commerce, to protect the borders, and so on. Nineteen enumerated functions that the federal was given. And that's it. And those 19 services that they provide to us, they've failed. Protect the borders? <laughs> right. Defend us from enemies foreign or domestic? They seem to be the enemy because they've declared war on the people of the states. We're their enemy. I'll get into that later if you're not already familiar, but they did that. They have declared war on us. Go figure. We pay for their services, we pay their debts, of which is not our debts. It's a private corporation's debts. They can't even balance the budget, and we still support them. But we are their enemy. Understand, the federal government was not created to dictate anything to the states, but to carry out functions as in an employee status that the individual states dictated to it. All other power remained within the states and with the people for their mutual benefit. Well, that's not true anymore, is it? Oh, and here's another little tidbit that is very telling. Would it interest you to know that the FCC, CIA, FBI, IMF, NSA, IRS, OPM, which stands for the Office of Personnel Management, ATF, DEA, NASA, NASA, Interpol, HS, Homeland Security, and all the other members of the Alphabet Gang are all privately owned corporations, and none of them are or ever has been an agency of the United States Incorporated. The United States government always held some stock in these corporations, but never outright owned or controlled any of them. Their employees receive their paychecks from the Office of Personnel Management, which belongs to the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, which is the property of the United Nations, which belongs to Israel and the royal and elite class of Europe. All the alphabet gangs are now the registered property of the United Nations. All of this deception is compounded by the refusal of ordinary citizens to realize, know, or understand that it is this secrecy and duplicity of privately owned corporations being surreptitiously portrayed as American agencies and government, coupled with the deceit and endless greed of Israel, European bankers, and the royal and elite families of the world, that have come together to fleece the American people like the sheep they truly are, and unfortunately, America's public apathy and ignorance only serves to reinforce the lie. That little piece of information came from Judge Dale. 
who passed away a little while back. He was a former federal judge who retired early when he finally understood what the private corporate court system was really all about. He had a lot of great information. So put Judge Dale, that's D-A-L-E Dale, in your search engine. He talks the straight skinny man. Does this interest you? Would you like to be able to pull in the reins of this corporate conglomerate nightmare that has ruined our reputation around the globe in its unlawful and illegal corporate agenda? A corporation has no authority to make war. Can IBM or Wendy's declare war legally or illegally? Seriously. Chew on that one, please. Would you like to stop all this destruction of humanity and the very earth itself? Do you want this federal monster to get back under the confines of the original Constitution for the United States of America, once again united with a small U, and get back our guaranteed unalienable, unalienable rights spelled out in the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence? Do you? I sure do. I'm tired of the perpetual wars and the death and the violence being perpetrated against us and the people all over the world. Oh, uh, do you think, by the way, do you think those mass shootings that are done always by some lone, crazed gunman, do you think those things are real? No. It's manipulation called false flags. They want you to believe that it's important to take away our right to bear arms, which is one of the most important amendments written to protect ourselves from a tyrannical government, which is what we have right now. It's just not a tyrannical government. It's a tyrannical, hungry conglomerate of private interests. Do you want to stop the continual degradation of this great continent and its people? just so that a very few people can reap the profits, steal our assets and resources and laugh at us arrogantly as they treat us as their property? We are chattel to them. Slaves. Ah, hell, I'm pissing myself off. Let me take a breath here. So, I mean, if that has any meaning to you, I'm going to introduce you to some people and the work that they've been diligently doing. It's all happening now. And what they and others have done and are still doing is extraordinary. But it's going to take the people in growing numbers to understand what is being done and why for our benefit and which will create, as a result, a unified voice of the people, okay, for the very first time in history, because that's what it's going to take. They have done some incredible groundwork that have thwarted and proven lawfully on the world stage the criminality that has and is being done to us in great detail to keep these greedy self-interests from stealing us blind any further. But you need to know what it is and what they've actually done and why, because you'll see through it all and know the truth. That is what has held us back in all of our protests of the past. A unified voice that comes from irrefutable truth. So, this is where I want you to grab that pen and paper because I want you to do yourself a favor and buy this book. It's called, You Know There's a Problem When... An American Affidavit of Probable Cause. 
I'll say it one more time. You know there's a problem when... Dot, dot, dot. An American Affidavit of Probable Cause. So write that down. It's written by Anna Maria Reitzinger. And that's spelled R-E-I-T-Z-I-N-G-E-R. Reitzinger. And James Clinton Belcher. B-E-L-C-H-E-R. You can buy it on Amazon, and it's not expensive. It's uh, like under $20, I think. And they're not trying to profit off this book. The profits that they do make are being used to continue to fund the work they're doing. And it's amazing what they're doing. It's happening all across this country and in many other countries as well. When I, when I read them the first time, it connected all the dots for me that I've been trying to put together myself. I mean, I had some major aha moments throughout this book. The last part of the book is the affidavit they filed, which spells out all of the fraud, semantic deceit, and general criminal intent of these private corporations that are pretending to be our government. With this type of filing, there's always a, a time frame set, a time frame, you know, uh, so that those who are being accused well, no, I shouldn't say that. Uh, those who are being, that are responsible, uh, have a chance to rebut point by point. Well, the time frame passed without rebuttal because it was all factually true. So they had no ability to rebut. So it now stands as truth in law. This goes internationally, by the way, not just to the president, the Congress, the Joint Chiefs, and so forth on the federal level, but to the British monarchy. The Inner City of London, the International and American Bar Association, the World Bank, the IMF, the Pope at the Vatican, and so on. It was a monumental achievement. What is necessary now is for a growing number of people to become aware of the truth, the lawful acts taken, and what it means so that they cannot continue this masquerade and sidestep the rule of law any longer. When the people know the truth, the lies have to fall away, allowing us to bring in the changes necessary to get our country back. So please, buy this book and read it. Then tell others to do the same. Loan it out. Let's get this country back so that we and the people of the world can breathe again. Let's get our prosperity back. Let's get our property back. Let's get our lives back. Okay, Renegade Nation, thank you for listening. Pass this information on to anyone and everyone you know because it's time, past time. This is the chance of a lifetime. I kid you not. This is Everly Isby signing off until another day. I thank you all. Keep your sense of humor and your balance. I'll be back soon for another episode of Connecting the Dots on Renegade Talk Radio.